Hello and welcome to the Lit Up and Liberated podcast with me, Yvette Mayer. I'm a business coach with a 30-year-long corporate background in marketing and advertising. I have a huge passion for helping you launch and scale your online business. And when you do, I want you to feel lit up and liberated too. Lit up because you're doing work you love, you're in your zone of genius and liberated from those chains of the nine to five, the stress and the struggle. I'm all about building businesses with soul, strategy and savvy. On this podcast, you'll hear from inspiring entrepreneurs and you'll gain practical tips, strategies and tools that you can apply to your online business. So let me ask you this, are you ready to feel lit up and liberated? Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur Podcast. And this week, my special guest is Ashley Boston. Ashley is a, an ad strategist. She runs her own business and she is the go-to for all things Facebook ads in my community, actually. She's another wonderful woman from the mastermind I'm in. I'm very excited to introduce you to Ashley. So tell us a bit more about your business and how you run it and all that good stuff. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited. Um, oh, a little bit about me. Well, just a little bit of a background on me. So I actually grew up in central western New South Wales on a sheep station. Um, and I guess I've always seen my parents run their own business, their own companies. Um, our whole family are actually entrepreneurs, <laughs> um, which is kind of exciting. Um, and so I've always been, I guess, involved in that. And the way that it all started was I started working for a real estate company um, mm. and got involved in that quite heavily. I was employed as a social media marketer, knew absolutely nothing about social media at the time. I I kind of found my own way. I would Google people to learn from and who were the top experts. And I was lucky enough to, you know, get sent over to the USA to go to all these uh, real estate marketing events. And that's really where I found the passion and where I really saw the opportunities that could open up for businesses here in Australia. That was back in 2009. Uh, and so it was so exciting to see that and then be able to, I guess, upskill myself, learn everything there was to learn about social media and website development. And then kind of in 2013, I kind of took a backseat and sort of had to, you know, look into, you know, what I wanted and where I wanted to go. And um, my health had kind of taken a bit of a turn and I just started not enjoying my work. And so I decided to take the leap of faith and <laughs> just, I guess, um, I, I saw there was such a huge opportunity to be able to educate business owners on how to use social media uh, in their businesses and for a local business that was so exciting because now they had the opportunity to not just have clients locally but potentially globally mm. and that was like what impacted me the most and so that's when I kind of started and um, my business was created. Wow and were you still living in central western New South Wales at that point? No, so I moved to Bathurst. Uh, I was actually put into boarding school uh, and 
what had happened. My parents ended up moving to Bathurst until uh, my brother and I had finished high school and they were going to move back. Um, but that didn't happen. They ended up staying and selling the sheep station. And so I was, I guess, lucky to be in that position where I had to make a decision when I finished year 12, whether I was going to go back and run the family farm or whether I was going to move on to something else. And so I decided not to go back. Um, very different to farming. It is very different to farming. Farming was, I guess, all I knew. Uh, and I guess that's why I got sent to boarding school to open up other avenues. And my parents have always like educated us in other ways to think outside of the box and to pursue our different passions. So I'd always thought as a kid that I would return home and manage the family farm. But I guess out of it all, I mean, I'm so grateful to be where I am and have taken a different journey <laughs> and a different path. Um, so, yeah. Wow. And so were you, your real estate, your first job, was that in Bathurst? It was. It was my first real job, I guess. Um, I think, I mean, most of us work in hospitality out of school. I lived in Canada for five months as well. So I went off traveling. Traveling is a big passion of mine, which also leads into, you know, starting my own business. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, we get to travel whenever we want and wherever we want to. But yeah, real estate was really my first big career, I guess. Um, And I had always had a passion for real estate. Like I'd always wanted to invest in it. And I really thought that that was going to be my career path. Like in 2013, I completed my uh, certificate of real estate because I really thought like I could be a director, you know, like I could have my own business. Um, But yeah, I think something just switched and changed and I just decided to look at what I really enjoyed doing and helping, you know, being able to support other businesses and this is where it's led me to. That is just music to my ears. This is the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur Podcast. You've just talked about the freedom, which is the liberated part, and then the lit up part, you actually followed your joy. Yeah. It really, like, played on my mind a lot about, doing that like it's so scary to leave something you know to have an income coming in every week and I I had like a rental property as well so you know there were things that I had to have money for you know not just groceries and that but I was also paying for a mortgage and it was scary but I had saved up some money and it and I had it sitting there and I thought well if this is the time to do it I was 24 I think when I decided to leave, um, it was, and it wasn't easy, like it was stressful, but there was just lots going on. And I knew that my health had to take priority. And I just remember that instant of like getting back in the car and going, Monday, I'm quitting, you know, like handing in that letter and just saying, okay, it's done. And I mean, there's been moments where you just like, you know, you want to throw in the towel, but then you think about why you started and why you're doing it and that just brings it all back and puts you back on track. Absolutely. I love that story. And tell us, from that early age at 24, what were the first moves you made to get direct clients and get up and running? So when I first left, I honestly had no idea what I was going to do. Like That sounds familiar. I I didn't know that 
social media was really going to be it. It was something that I had pursued and focused on and, and learnt a lot about. Um, and I kind of just took some time to think that over, but I, I built my own WordPress website. I remember like Googling, getting the domain name, building the website to have something up and running and so much has changed. But back then it was like Google plus was a big thing for local businesses and, uh, and, you know, just Facebook and educating people on how to use Facebook pages and what they should be posting. So um, I started just creating little packages uh, for businesses to, for me to then start to manage their social media. And as I grew, like I, you know, like I started adding video into those packages and, you know, recording them. And I was lucky that real estate was such a big part that I ended up collecting a few real estate agents to help work with them and, and build up their social proof. And so I was very lucky in that regards. And yeah, it just kind of went from there. It was just one step in front of the other. Um, and just, I think it was just like figuring out what it was until it got to a point where I wanted to go to that next level. And I started employing people and that was a whole new kettle of fish. Um, and then educating them on what I knew. And I just kind of got to a point where I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. If I want to be able to grow my business and scale, um, managing social media profiles for businesses is not the way to go. Because <laughs> um, I think I had like five or six that I was trying to manage with a part-time person. And but it just... What she's referring to is not running paid advertising, it's more community management, am I right? Yeah, so then it was around just like social media and organic. So it was just posting on behalf of the business. It was scheduling posts. It was writing blog articles. It was, you know, doing videos and it was everything. It was like Twitter and LinkedIn and Facebook and it was just so much, you know, and to be so organized and then waiting on clients to send you details or information for the blog articles. It just got too much. And the thing about that model, sorry to interrupt, is that yeah. it's very much swapping dollars for your time. Exactly. And it was a lot of time <laughs> and um, I just wasn't enjoying it anymore. I kind of lost that fire. Um, and then in 2015, I had been travelling to the States quite a lot to attend different marketing events. I came across two guys who were running a Facebook advertising course, which was about 12 or 15 weeks, I think it was altogether. And then that's where I was like, in my element, I found the fire in my belly again to go, this is it. Yeah. Did you do the course or you just decided that was what you could do in the future? No, I did the course. I invested in the course and did the 12, 15 weeks. And so then I was just after that, I was looking for clients. So clients that I had, I was like, am I able to use your accounts to, you know, um, there's this new thing, <laughs> Facebook advertising. And so I was lucky that I was able to start using them as dummies, really, you know, just testing and trying, yeah, figuring out what was working. And, and that's where it led me. And that's where I started to change my whole business model of what I was doing. Awesome. That's a really good segue into 
move forward to 2020, what is your business model now? So at the moment, um, as of 2019, I launched an online teaching platform so that I'm now able to share my knowledge and skills with other business owners on how to utilise Facebook ads for their business um, and create profitable and scalable ad campaigns. So that is something that I have dreamt of doing for such a long time and I just have created that space to now do that. Uh, And so that is really now the core focus of my business. So then I'm able to educate, you know, business owners no matter where they are. Um, And I still do have, I'm still in the trenches. I'm still every day inside of client ad accounts, creating ads, you know, um, working with my clients. So I have a handful of one-on-one clients at the moment that I work with during launches and ongoing, which keeps me on my toes as well. But I just wanted to be able to create a community so that, you know, ads change all the time and you know what it's like. It's you always got to be focused and in there and have time and space to think about it. Um, So, yeah, now I've created this community and it's just, it's really exciting to be able to teach those skills and share my strategies with them so that they can then experience success as well and grow their business. And it's so perfect for this audience because there are many early, early stage entrepreneurs who don't have the funds to invest in outsourcing for, well, for anything maybe even. And to know that there are places such as working with you to go to so that you can educate and skip ahead of trying to figure this stuff out for yourself is just awesome so I'm definitely going to be leaving your details the the listeners to find out more about you and the course Uh, and I I know that you are just flying and it's it's very early days but this thing's gonna it's gonna take off even more Uh, and I love this as you've transferred out of so much trading of dollars for hours and into genuinely scaling your impact and influence over a much broader range of business types, business owners, and just being that support person for those early stage entrepreneurs who really want to scale and grow their own businesses and you are helping unlock that. I think as business owners, we have so much to focus on. We wear so many hats and I know what it's like. It's, you know, finances and it's, oh, I've got to write a blog and send an email. Like, you know, you know, when it comes to Facebook ads and our business like we really need time to really just you know get into that and think about the strategy and what is it that we want to achieve and there's so much that goes into those campaigns to make sure they're successful and that's why I wanted to create that so I could share those strategies and the steps that you need to take so that if you don't have the funds to pay for someone one-on-one then at least you can slowly implement work through that at your own pace and get a better understanding of the you know the Facebook platform and how it works and it's not all just about boosting a post um can I just ask you on that I've heard you should never boost a post is that true or not that's correct you should never boost (laughs) a post (laughs) unless it is really part of a strategy um but yeah, you should never really boost a post. And I think that's one of the things people aren't aware of. Like that little blue button is like 
press me, press yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. It's right there. So why shouldn't I press it? Why shouldn't I put $10? You know, you're going to help me. It's like gambling. <laughs> it's like gambling. Um, but yeah, like, you know, it's just about educating people on, okay, well, there's more to it than just hitting that little blue button. Okay. So tell us what more is there to it? Just, just like maybe three hints or tips for newbie entrepreneurs who do want to run ads. And I think the first thing is to look at what you're currently doing and what's working. Um, you know, if you have something that is already successful where you're converting people through whether it's a course or it's an ebook, it's free paid, it doesn't really matter, but look at what is already working because you don't want to have to take something that's brand new and then run ads to it if you don't know it's already converting. So that's probably one tip is just to look at what's working and what's already converting and that's one step. Uh, you want to make sure that you have this little uh, pixel installed on your website, um, which is a little piece of tracking code that uh, you grab from the Facebook ad account and you install that on your website. But basically it's tracking all of your visitors to your website as you like Google Analytics um, but then that allows us to do so much more inside of Facebook. So even if you're not ready to run ads, make sure that you have that pixel installed on your website anyway, because it's data that you're able to use. So, um, it's, you know, you would see it before where you've looked up something, you've Googled, you know, whatever it might be, swimwear or clothing. And then all of a sudden you see ads from that business in your newsfeed and they're using that little bit of tracking code. It's much easier to install than you think it is. And as Ash says, it, it brings all of the data and particularly of the people that have actually visited your website who are warm leads compared to those that are unaware of you and that history that you can capture regardless of when you're going to be ready to run ads is invaluable. It's so powerful. Absolutely. Yeah. So make sure you have that installed on your landing pages and your website as well. Um, and then number three is I love to use posts that you've already got on your Facebook page that already have engagement. So engagement is really key. And the more like engagement, so the more social proof, the more comments and shares and uh, likes and things like that that we have on our posts, Facebook is going to love you even more. Mm -hmm. So when I am thinking about creating ad campaigns, I always like to test my copy and my creatives through my business page first or on my Instagram. So then if they get really good traction, I'm able to use that as an existing post inside of an ad campaign. So the people that are, okay, can I just make sure I get this clear? It, it isn't the existing post, it's an ad using the same copy or it is the existing post? It is an existing post. Interesting, but you're not boosting that post. Correct. So inside of the ad creative section, you are able to choose from three different types. You can either create a brand new ad, which is what most of us do. We go in, we create a brand new ad. It has no social proof on it. And then you can use an existing post, which is pulling from your Facebook business page or your Instagram. I assume that was boosting, but it's not. No. So you can choose your objective if you want to be driving traffic to your website. 
you can then pull that existing post across into that objective. And the beauty about that is that if it has that social proof already on it, Facebook's going to move you up through those algorithms a lot quicker. That is gold. That is completely news to me. (laughs) Not that I'm the Facebook ads expert, but for the listeners, I've done a lot of DIY Facebook. And given that I used to run a digital team and have specialists reporting into me that did this for a full-time job and also take that to clients and, and talk about that, of course, it's something that I am much more familiar with than the average person. So setting up and running my own Facebook ads has come fairly natural to me. But there are so many things I don't know, which is why working with Ash is, and especially from an early stage when you're doing it yourself, is going to set you up for so much more success. Yeah, and just like just the changes and the tips, you know, like understanding the metrics even so that you can understand what's working and what's not working. I think, you know, a lot of my students are like, well, how do I know when to turn the ad off? Like, is it working or is it not working? And so we really dive into that because that is a really key important aspect as well, just understanding what those basic key metrics are that you should be looking at to make that decision that it's clear I understand not like oh I don't know if it's working I'll just turn it off but you might have a campaign that's actually converting so you know that's the other the other tip that I would say is definitely just understanding those metrics just the basics of the metrics oh you've provided so much value I really appreciate it awesome okay so we always finish up with this question I don't say it the same way but the intent is that Given you've been on this entrepreneurial journey for actually a really long time, you've had twists and turns, and I know the incredible amount you will have learnt, and it's going to be really hard to boil that down to one hot tip or hint. Um, But, yeah, we'd love to know one thing that you believe every entrepreneur needs to know or one lesson that you, you can share. I think... Definitely surrounding yourself with the right people who are going to help you move forward. Um, Being 24 was hard because I was in a small town, a small community. None of my friends were entrepreneurial. Um, I didn't have anyone to turn to or ask for help. I didn't have a mentor, didn't have a coach. And there was a lot of tall poppy syndrome that goes on. And I remember coming back from the States so excited on cloud nine with all these incredible ideas and then for people to go, that just won't work. And, you know, like it's soul crushing. And so I didn't have that. And I like I probably have grown more in the last six months since joining our mastermind because it is surrounded by the most incredible women like yourself and we have incredible mentors who are there to listen and coach us and uh, like cheer us along we're all there supporting each other I get goosebumps just thinking about it but (laughs) but it truly makes everything like it makes all the difference having those people there who understand what it's like to be in business for yourself and to run a business. And yeah, I just, if that's just one thing is just to find your tribe because 
it took me a really long time to find those people that I resonated with and working from home on your own can be lonely at times and you know having a partner who goes off to work every day and sees people then to come home and wants to switch off and I'm like no like let's (laughs) let's discuss (laughs) you know um it's really hard so just find those people that you resonate with and who cheer you along that's sort of just one of the biggest things I have taken away find mentors find people to continually learn from and now I, I do, I have my mentors inside of not just Facebook ads, but also business as well, because it's just so important. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I wouldn't be where I am today. And I've invested a lot, primarily into coaches. Uh, obviously, the mastermind is, is pretty big ticket as well. And some would say my business wasn't at the stage to do that when, when I made that decision. They said yes to me. So I was like, I'm in. And it has just been incredible because up until now, when I just had a business coach without the mastermind, like you said, I didn't have anybody that could share in the struggles and boost, encourage, support on a day-to-day basis. And, And I knew that going in, you know, they say surround yourself with the five people that you most want to become like and I was like I feel like I'm a bit early stage for this but I'm going to be around all these incredible women and that will lift me and it's true and and I think also I mean I don't don't want to touch on it too much but it has been a challenging year like and I think we could have sunk or swam that's really and we have all blossomed you know and um I think that's probably, yeah, I don't think I would have been able to move forward or stay in a positive space. I think we've all had our moments where we've wanted to fall apart. (laughs) A cry or a meltdown at some point in the moment. Yeah, but I think it's about, okay, we've had our moments. Now, what is it that we can move on with? And, I mean, it has been challenging, but, uh, yeah, we've come out of it stronger and I I can't wait to share that as my journey this year, I think. But um, it truly does matter who you surround yourself with. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And thank you so much for joining us today. There was just so much both inspiration from you and your story, but also actionable, you know, tips that people can apply within their own businesses. So I know the listeners will have loved this episode I will absolutely, as I said, leave all of your info so they can get in touch, follow you, hopefully do your course if that's, you know, connecting in with where they're at. And, yeah, appreciate you being here. Look forward to keeping in your life and in the mastermind together. Thank you so much for having me. It was great. Thanks. You've made it all the way to the end. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur podcast. Why not keep going just a little bit further and leave me a review? Five stars would be absolutely amazing. And even better, some comments. I will do my best to call you out in a future episode real soon. To connect with me further, you can find me at yvettemayer.com, on Instagram, yvettemayer underscore, 
and you're invited to join the free Facebook group, The Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur, where we chat all things business, tips and growth on the daily. I can't wait to bring you more quality content in the future. I'll be back soon. You can link to all of those connection mechanisms in the show notes. Bye for now.